This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. And now here are your hosts, Brock and James. <laughs> uh, it's always a fun time here at Rebel Scum Podcast, where we don't know how it's going to go. I don't know. Here we are. I'm Brock. This is James, the 2024 edition of James. So new and improved or old and, and falling apart? <laughs> That's right. He turned 40, and this is what he's like now. He was complaining about grapes earlier today. <laughs> I was. I was. I don't know why I picked grapes, of all things. <laughs> I don't never know. <laughs> no one will ever know why I picked grapes. It's another Star Wars day. No content as of yet. But, like, what's uh, going on? What is happening? Also, I'm supposed to be on the left side. All right, we'll get some we'll get hate mail from that. There we go. Nope. Welcome, welcome. Hi, uh, Jacob and and Dale. Dale's off to work. He doesn't even like us. Oh, I'm gonna have to bring the mic closer uh, to me. Uh, look, look. So I wake up. It's uh, it's New Year's Day. A couple days ago, mm-hmm. we do our ranking Star Wars show on the channel. So thank you everybody who watched that, who were participating in the live chat of that. Thank you so much, Brock and I. Of course, we woke up in a ditch, just like in a ditch. And uh, your car was missing, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. really it was really strange. We spent the whole day trying to find your car. Uh, I'm older than forty. I, I should put that <laughs> out. Um, no, so I wake up, and you know I was hanging. We we're just some stuff, and uh, and I, I, for whatever reason, I decided to 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 log on to to Twitter to X. And it's always a mistake. Anytime you decide to log into that, it's a giant giant mistake. Uh, and I read this quote. Have you seen this new quote that was, uh, I think it was a CNN or, or Variety article or something. I don't know which one it originated. From. It was CNN. It was on CNN uh, New Year's Day. It comes up on CNN New Year's Day from the director of the Ray movie. Have you seen this at all? Uh, is it? She's like, it's about time that there's a yeah. woman-led yeah. thing. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here, so yeah, so I wake up and I see that. And of course, I'm just like, Awesome. Until this stupid movie comes out, this is going to, <laughs> yeah. to ruin my life. Brock Brock is on Kashyyyk celebrating Life Day, Jacob. That's, <laughs> I'm on Hoth and you're on He's asking, Jacob's asking what yeah. planet you're on. So anyway, we got by see this. I'm like, well, this is this is it. Until the movie comes out, we're gonna have to hear about how you know this is it's all feminist and we don't even know what it's about, but now mm-hmm. we do. And it, it's there's two I have like different views on this, Brock. Different views like hit me on on the annoyance of this um, from from different sides. First of all, like Star Wars is in such a fragile state right now. Yeah, that how can you how can your PR allow the first headline coming out to be we need to shake it a female like like you pointed in the direction that's just gonna add more to the already demented algorithm of social media. Like you're, you're, it's like, it needs, it needs a win. There's another, she has another quote in here to me 
that is like the one that we should all be gravitating to. And she says, I'm very thrilled about the project because I feel we what we're about to create is something very special. Cool, yeah. It's like, why are we not why are we not hanging on to that quote? Because that's what I kind of feel like the where they're set up in this, what where even if you hate Ray and the sequels with all of all of your heart, you hate them with a passion. <laughs> you can't tell me that there's a part of Ray being older, re- reviving the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot there, there's a lot you can do there. And you can bring Star Wars into the future and keep going and continue the saga the way that we kind of all want it to go. You can do that with this. And that quote gives me more of that. And then, you know, she says it's about time, you know, the the, the female uh, for a, a woman came forward to shape a galaxy far, far away. And then that quote brought is like people are mad, at, <laughs> you know, because how dare a woman shaped Star Wars, but then people are mad. And then like the other side that was mad, like, but what about Bryce Dallas Howard and Deborah Chow? <laughs> well, yeah, they're great, but they've never done a movie. And she's, that's what she's referring to here. So it was kind of annoying to me. I want to hear what you say that the first piece of PR we get was that quote, when you could have used the other one, the other one is so much stronger, but they allowed for some reason that one to be the one. And it's just, uh, I'm excited for the Ray movie. And I think we've got to stop pushing like you're stupid. Like, I don't care. Like, no one cares anymore. I think we're past this. Give me the special. Let's focus on the special. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I would say that most people don't read articles. So the, the title has to be, or the headline has to be salacious. Uh, yes. I thought it was just like, oh, we need a woman run film like character wise so it's more of like this is i'll be the first woman director of a star wars movie is that what she was saying i think i think it's just the female perspective i think is what she's saying mm. which oh. and... okay good i don't cool. I look I, here's, here's the thing brock i can't really comment on anything like i think of all of it like heidi right now is the only one in the chat that probably has a say in this because we're not women so we don't have that perspective going into it anyway. Because I've always said this with my sister. Like, I grew up with my sister the same age as you. And when we saw The Force Awakens, she totally took Ray differently from, from me and my dad. Like, it was a completely different thing. And it's just like our mindsets aren't there. So we can have an opinion. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I just rambled. But, like, I just want the special. Oh, sure. I, I don't know, man. Like, none of this means anything till there's a trailer. I, I know this fills the entire conversation, but, like, let's be honest. Like, we were we were promised uh, Catherine Bigelow? Who was supposed to do No, that? no, it was Patty Jenkins. Patty, Patty Jenkins. Jenkins. Sorry, I can't remember every everyone's name. It's crazy. I was like... Well, there have been so many through the revolving exactly, Star Wars door. Exactly. So it's just, like, first of all, it's like, it's not like Star Wars isn't, or Lucasfilms isn't trying. It's led by a woman, so whatever. Um, I know Ahsoka's not a movie, but it was a fairly female-run show, or, like, driven story. And then, like, Ray, I would argue, I mean, again, I know this isn't about characters, but, like, that's how I took it. I was like, well, the, the sequels are about Ray. She's the main character. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do we need human, or human, <laughs> women directors in star wars sure why not we just need star wars <laughs> we just need something like i i like i can we can talk about hypotheticals but like so i don't know but yeah, yeah heidi, doesn't, more. heidi doesn't care heidi doesn't <laughs> care. I'll, I, you know there is one important factor though is that ray is obviously a female character and if she's going to be mm-hmm. your central character maybe somebody that identifies more with her because there were people complaining about 
how Ray was written in the sequels, which was all written by men. So maybe if you know if you still don't like Ray and it's written by well, it's still gonna be written by a male though. Because a Stephen Knight is writing it, so it's still written by a man. I don't know. Look, I think uh, you know this is one of those things that Hollywood loves to do is they love to pretend yeah. that the gender and race and everything matters of these yeah. directors. Yeah. When really it's just like, who's the most talented one? Who's the one that likes Star Wars and appreciates the world the most? Throw them in there, and that's how it works. And so far, you know, I think the ones who have really shown that have been like Fabro Filoni. Chow. Everybody that's worked on The Mandalorian has really, I think, you know, but that's a very different thing also because, I, and I think, the, and I've said this before, Brock, I think the movies need to work like The Mandalorian works, where you have whoever's calling the shots and yeah. they're like, you know who's a talented director? This person, like George Lucas did with the originals. He's like, yeah. guess what? I'm going to get my film director, uh, teacher to do this because that's who can do it. Like, and he yeah. found people to do it. And nobody wants to do the prequels because they're all like, you want to do your own thing but Feige, you know whatever you think of marvel Feige's done it brilliantly over at marvel it's clearly his, was his ship for a long time and he just got people to come in and make it the way you know to, to go in the direction yeah. and do, do the labor because he can't do it all i was talking to aaron about just watching something and they had different directors she goes oh tv shows have different directors and i was explaining <laughs> like you know a director does this episode but while they're working on this episode, the director of the next one's in. And I was like, and then there's How I Met Your Mother, which somehow has the same director for every episode. She's like, I'll meet you guys at the bar set next week. And that was like the whole thing for that. But that's how it works. And that's almost how Star Wars needs to work. I don't think they should push, like, throw them out like Marvel three movies a year or anything. But mm -hmm. I think you need to, you know, you have to have someone overseeing it. And then just hire the most talented person to make it male female i you know uh, uh greedo i don't really i don't really care just mm. uh, we need like you said we need star wars yeah it's just like <laughs> it's pretty bad where like the only thing i'm optimistic for is the cartoons that they probably already have completely finished like all these shows like i don't i'm not optimistic <laughs> any of them are gonna come out on time or i mean they mm -hmm. haven't they don't fully have a date right like it's just like this is the issue. I don't care if it's written by AI. Let's just make some Star Wars. Like, whoa, yeah, man, come at me, <laughs> come at me. I, I, no, honestly, I don't, I don't like, understand why people who like Star Wars might have an issue with AI. It's literally three PO and R two D two. They're creating. They're creating a mentality that could talk to you. I'm all in. <laughs> Um, Vermont Mike is saying to me, Ray didn't seem forced despite the Mary Sue accusations. I, I agree. I think that for me, I think there were some, for me that it wasn't Mary Sue. I never, I thought just some of the stuff they did with her was just like lazy. Like we need to move along. <laughs> Let's do it. And that, that's, yeah, but that's not just a fault of the Star Wars movies. That's like every movie I watch nowadays. It's like, they're like, how do we get forward? I don't know. Here's an A. Okay. Let's do it. And you're like, why'd you do that? Because we needed to get to the next scene. Okay. Like it feels like that's happening quite a, a lot in the in the last little while. Um, it worked because it did feel like a DEI storyline. What's DEI? Am I missing something? Like a DEI. Heidi, you gotta help me out. I am DEI. D Dayo. Misa Day. About Beetlejuice 2 coming out this year, Brock. Beetlejuice 2. I know you're a big Beetlejuice fan. Uh. Check out his Beetlejuice Scum podcast. My wife's a Beetlejuice fan. She's like, why are they making a second one? And I'm like, I think because they can. I know. 
Uh, yeah, because Jenna Ortega is hot right now, and Michael <laughs> Keaton is back, and he was like, Timmy B, let's make yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, I don't want to, and he goes, cast Jenna Ortega, and Timmy B's like, all right, let's go. I don't know. It's just like, just let's just make it, it again. I I don't like. I know I'm the only one that like cares about High Republic. Usually, I'm like in this chat. It's just like those are good stories. They're really good stories. So it's capable. I mean, granted, it's a book. It doesn't maybe translate to film, but I'm like, there are people out there that can have good ideas. So let's just hire them. Oh, here's the other thing about High Republic. It's written by many men and many women across all different spectrums. Like, there's a lot of LGBTQ uh, uh, presence. Like, they're they are a brain trust. So it's like Lucasfilm, or I don't know who. Like, what do they call the publishing side? Like, is it still just Lucasfilm? Like, when it comes to books, I think it's I don't even know. publishing. You have the books. You tell me. Oh yeah, I have the digital books. I don't. I can't look at this thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's. It's like, are we worried worried about diversity in Star Wars? It's usually about like characters that aren't human. Like it's like yeah. the whole spectrum of different mentalities. And trust me, like a lot of like those different like the new things we talk about on a daily basis: LGBTQ, neurodivergence. Just everything like uh, uh, gender fluidity, it's happening in Star Wars. It's just not getting, it's actually, I would feel the, because I've been reading a lot of Star Wars in the last five years, there's a lot of that present without it being pounded into your face. It's just there. It is just there. And you're like, okay, I understand now. Because that's the point of like, um, like movies or books or just storytelling in general. It's like, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to describe these characters to you. And it's whether you relate to them or not. Or like most stories are like, aha, I understand what's happening. Like, isn't that the whole point of storytelling? So I'm all for it. Let's go. Like that director, like, forgive me. I still, I don't remember names and she's only really done one thing, which I love Miss Marvel. That was a great show. Let's go. Let's make this, let's make this thing. So let's stop talking and let's start doing it. All female, great. Love the Marvels. Loved it. High, high praise for probably one of my top 10 2023 20, movies I enjoy. Go see it. It feels Did great. you see 10, 10 movies in 2023? Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Did I go to the theater 10 times? Maybe close to that, but like that, that, I did the, not. The theater, of course you don't. You have a one-year-old. <laughs> no, no, I didn't even I looked at my list of like the top 10 movies mm -hmm. i wanted to watch from 2023 mm -hmm. i saw four four of them yeah sure and it's four. like here's the thing it's like you don't have to go to the theater anymore so it's like i don't know the top 10 pieces of content i ingested this year and Mar marvels is great it was like oh this is so fun so it's just like just do yeah. that in star wars i don't know it's it's literally a movie for kids <laughs> like i don't know why I this still, has to be so hard because i just it's it's funny because they like remember they had the seth green um Star Wars Detours cartoon show that was supposed to be funny and it looked great. It looked like it would be a good sure. little laugh. And then Disney was like, no, we don't want, we want kids to be afraid of Darth Vader. Who cares? But like, then you cares? license up to Lego. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing. Like, yeah, there's that. It's like, but also who cares? Yeah. Like, 
who honestly cares? Darth Vader is not scary. That scene in Rogue One is awesome, but he's not scary. Come I, like and and why, why does it matter if he's scary? Like if you put him in a movie and he's terrifying in a movie, whatever those jokes are in that side side uh, show 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 that we're watching, who cares? I don't, there's a whole they, they have a I think you know the, the Disney people have a massive issue with how to utilize the brand. I think I, I mean I think they're getting better at it. But like ever since then, it's like, well, why can't you be funny and then have the Rogue One scene? We're not like we're not going to sit in Rogue One and be like, that's the guy from from Detours. Mm-hmm. No, that's the guy from A New Hope who blasts through the doors and chokes a guy because yeah. he needs to find the 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 Death Star. Like that's it. That's what it is. Like we're fine with it. But for some reason, you know, they want to. But then you know, I go like I say, I go on Twitter, Brock. I go on Twitter. And I see people comment things on Twitter, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Disney people are right. Maybe people are just dumb AF, and they can't handle seeing different things because people on Twitter are very dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree with Heidi. It's you just want a good story, and it doesn't matter whether you're this or that or whatever. Like, and if like if you can write a story and like make think people think about stuff like that, great. Perfect. Well, that's roll. Bob Iger came out earlier this year, like late last year, I should say. And uh, he said, like, they're going to, they want to worry less about messaging in their stories. And people got mad. They're like, whoa, but you're, but all Disney movies are based on fairy tale. I'm like, but there is a difference between a message and a moral, right? Like, pound, like you said, the books are not pounding things on your head. But there's but there are times you watch movies nowadays and you're like, wow, you're really you're really throwing that down my throat. Like you feel it. Like and if like if people around you feel it when you're watching it, and there's a difference and you have to be subtle with it. And I think that's what he was trying to get at is that they're they're really they're pushing people more away because of of their messaging that they really want or whatever, whether it's right or wrong. And I think you've got to find a way to do it more naturally, like what Heidi was saying was um, the diversity, equality, and inclusion didn't feel yeah. forced in in a sequel trilogy. And that's what's got to be, right? It's got to be like if you have characters of certain whatever, they, they you know, they should just be there. And it, it, you got to fit it. I, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not the one doing this, so it doesn't, I can't really speak to it. But when you do force things on people in a very bashing you over the head kind of way, you feel it. And that is when, the YouTube algorithm chasers really thrive because you're basically giving them a full plate of food to feast upon with that. And, but when you do it in a nice way, in a way that you can watch it and appreciate it and it doesn't feel forced, but you feel, you know, it's there and you understand it. That to me works a lot better. And I think that is the the subtlety of it, which is something that Hollywood is lacking on a lot also is being subtle. And so that's where they got to go. I don't know how this, you know, equates to this ray movie i'm just the ray thing brock was just she says we have a chance to do something special but like that has just been glossed right over and the obsession has been on it's time for a woman to steer the ship who cares the special (laughs) part is what i care about like yes make something that i'm like that was damn good make that movie like like a new hope was nominated for oscars empire probably should have been but a new hope was bring it back to that Bring it back to to that. Like, make that your Star Wars, and let me see what you got. Let me see what you got. Basically, it's like make it make something so we remember what your name is. That's really what we're saying. It's like well, there's that. Yes, I'm I'm not 
downplaying that that director's talent. I just don't remember your name, but like I know your work, so I like it. And I'm like I don't know. I you know I, I never told you this. I I finally watched the creator because it's now on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm like a, yeah, I almost I'm, watched it and Aaron was out. It's really good. It's long. It's sci. If you don't like sci-fi, I get it. I think I showed my wife, and she was like, mm, "No, you can watch." It. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. So I watched it. It was great, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is Gareth Edwards!" And I'm like, "This is fantastic!" I immediately started watching his uh, other movie, Monsters. Just be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good one." I like. Yeah, that. like it's so. It's just like, yeah, it's like. You have the creator, and you have Rebel Moon, and you're like, we have. I mean, I'm. Like creator isn't a Star Wars idea, but Gareth Edwards did make a Star Wars movie, and Zack Snyder tried to make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's just like it's it's amazing how two people that think about Star Wars that what they translate into like a sci-fi because like even though the creator isn't really about space travel, it is about like a futuristic world and what have you. It's just like yeah. it looks good, and it just it's like. It's a sci-fi sort of action-packed sort of movie, but then it also is like, oh wow, that's that really got to me. It's like you know, like it. it I I feel like if you can feel an emotion about a story, then win. It's a win. Mm-hmm. Of course, that re- depends on how you relate to it. But like, I don't know. I just finished watching the first season of uh, 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 what's that Jason Sudeikis movie with the soccer? Uh, Ted Lasso. Oh. And the last episode, spoilers, when one of the players has to retire, I kind of shed a tear because it was just a moment and it's just like there's no dialogue in the scene. I'm like, that's what good storytelling is. So it's like, as long as the story is good, who cares? <laughs> we can make Luke, we can make young Mark Hamill show up in things. I think we can <laughs> we can make uh, what's his face? Josh Groban into Thanos, and it looks good. I'm like, like Josh Brolin. Josh, Josh Groban Brolin. would be. I would actually yeah. have preferred Josh Groban. <laughs> I would have preferred Josh Groban. He just sings uh, all his lines. Oh my here's god! A, here's here's the question because Rebel Moon is one that I keep hearing like mixed things on. And actually, when I was going to watch uh, the creator, is the creator or Rebel Moon? And I asked uh, Rob and Fantasia. I said, "Oh god!" And they both they both said the creator like pretty fast. They're both. Oh yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, thank god. <laughs> um. But we ended up watching uh, "Leave the World Behind" on Netflix. Oh, how, what is yeah. like? Is that good? Uh yeah, it's not. It's not bad. I don't know if it's good. Hey, the problem with that movie is it feels like a streaming movie. Like it, at first, you're like, "This is gonna be good," and then it's kind of like, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> like they kind of tell you everything, and while they're telling you, you're like, "Okay, I get it, I get it," and like things happen, and then they kind of at the end, when, like when they explain it, you're like, "Eh, okay." Like that's how I kind of it, the movie left me feeling okay. It wasn't bad. It looks great. It's got some great cinematography in it. Ethan Hawke is always the best actor on the, whatever he's in. <laughs> and um, actually, what's his face is really good in it as well. The two guys are really good in it. Um, and the daughter uh, is our friend Marsha because she's just obsessed with friends through the whole thing. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it was okay. But then we ended up watching that. <laughs> um. But they both said the creator. But what I want to say is he looks so scared of Scuttlebutt is saying uh, Rebel Moon. Oh, that's not what I wanted to put in there. <laughs> Straight <laughs> from the back. SSP? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to love Rebel Moon, but damn, it sucked. So here's what I want to say, though. is like Because I hear all these mixed things about Rebel Moon. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't 
come one way or another. And I don't, it doesn't really matter to me if it's good or bad because I'm going to watch it. But um, Star Wars, can the next Star Wars movie suck is the problem because I don't think it can. I think Star Wars, like we started this show off, Brock, is on like this thin ice. It really needs better PR than what it's getting. And it needs a really, and that's why the special line is what they should have led with. But it needs that, it needs to be a special movie. It needs to be a really good movie. And it can't be Last Jedi. If you think Last Jedi is the best one, it can't be Last Jedi. It has to be like New Hope good. It has to be Phantom Menace good. In fact, you know, and you know, I'm not the craziest. (laughs) You know, I'm not that in. But it has I to, don't but care. <laughs> but it no, but it has to be, and this isn't my favorite one either, but it has to be like Force Awakens-esque and bringing us back in. Whether yeah, you love yeah, Force Awakens yeah. or not now, but for, for, all of us were excited for Force Awakens, and that's what me and my Phantom Menace also does. That excitement level from the first picture we get, from remember when that remember that JJ Abrams uh that the uh that charity thing that he did, and we saw the first like puppet thing walking behind him. And he was on Jakku, and we're like, what? My God, puppets. That's what we need from this new movie from Star Wars. It needs to regain our trust in it once again. And all of our trust. And that's going to be hard. Like, obviously, there's the section that, that's not going to be, you know, not going to like it no matter what. But it needs, that, that, for me, I don't think it can fail. What about you? Maybe this delay is sort of like, I, as you were describing that, I was like, maybe this is all a delay, a purposeful, like, delay. So that, like, yeah. regardless of what it is, we'll we'll go see it. Not you and me. We'll go see it anyways. But, like, mm-hmm. the masses are like, oh, Star Wars movie. I'm in. I can't remember the last one. Which, you know, <laughs> if you wait a couple, like, years, the next generation will really be aware of the past mistake, if you want to call it that. But, but does the TV stuff ruin that? No, I don't think so. Because okay. it's like, I, I don't know. I Well, I mean, I think a lot of people like the TV. So it, the TV the TV show, so it's like, oh, Star Wars in theater? Yeah, I'll go. Um, also, uh, you really gotta watch Rebel Moon so we can talk about it. I don't want to spoil anything. But, like, when you say, like, something it has to get to, like, New Hope quality, and it's just, like, you watch Rebel Moon, and you're just like, oh, that would have been this, and that would have been that. And, like, one thing that stood out to me is, like, the, sh- the spaceships. So, like, what would be a Star Destroyer doesn't have the same magnitude of like an actual star destroyer like coming into frame and what have you like that's one thing that i'm like that's what this is missing or that's the one thing that star wars is like just the look of star wars it doesn't necessarily have to do with the story or but it's just like you look at it and you're like yeah like it, there are parts in rebel moon where i'm like did you steal this costume from space balls because like that was intentional <laughs> to be a joke you know what i mean like but like and the effects are good don't get me wrong it's just something about it doesn't work properly i don't know i I, that's all i'll say because i do want you to watch it so we can talk about it but it's just like there is a certain veneer that is put on things in star wars that can only be attained by star wars i don't know if that's intentional or they no one tries to get to that point but it's just like yeah so I think that's the thing that they got going for them. And maybe that's why they're so precious about their their IP where it's just like, it's got to be perfect. It's got to, because like, it's sort of like, it's like you go into the theaters, like you for it, you got them 50% of the way. Just, just from that logo, you know? 
<laughs> like how yeah, many people look at our podcast logo and they're like, oh, is that Star Wars? And they're like, no, no, it's just some podcast. But like, Thumb down. People are in immediately because they're like, I know that. Like, that is a lot of iconic things about Star Wars that just work immediately. So it's like, it's like, I, I wonder if like these, whoever hires these writers, directors, like, look, you're already 50% there because you got Star Wars on the top. Go with the other 50. It's like, that's, it may be intimidating, but I would think that's like kind of nice because you're like, it just has to be a decent story where people can relate. That's it. And explosions. Yeah. Okay, let's get to, to this comment here from Scare of Scuttlebutt. Why did they decide to make a Ray movie? What market research told them this <laughs> is the way? Oh, see what they did. No, what did you do there? I don't get it. Uh, I said this before. I'm going to say it again. I just think the Ray thing, whether you like Ray, hey, Ray, sequels, whatever, is the natural progression of where to go now. Like, we go back, we go forward. But I think I think the Ray thing, there's, there's so much good that could come from it. Whether or not we'll get it, I don't know. But I do think even if you hate Ray, I think there's a lot that you can you can definitely take from it. Brock, any thoughts on that? I don't know. It's a good question. It's like, why this? But maybe maybe all these movies they announce are like some a director or writer came in and pitched an idea and they were like, that sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I would hope that is the way. It's like, hey, I have an idea for this character. Can I do it? And they'll be like, sure. <laughs> I like your idea. Let's do it. I hope it's that. I, I don't know. Like, I hope it's... Uh, well, no, I don't. I'll say it. I hope it's not marketing because, like, I don't want some algorithm deciding what it is. I want people to make Star Wars because they have a story to tell. So, yeah, but I do think that the point though there is is people seem to hate Ray all of a sudden, and like. But I, I think if the once the trailer comes, I think if it, I mean, I have no obviously we don't know what's going to be, but I think it's got to be. It has to be the best Star Wars trailer since that Force Awakens teaser. You know, it has to be the one that makes us go, yeah, I want to watch Star Wars. Because I don't think The Last Jedi had very good trailers. I don't think it needed very good trailers. Obviously, it made a billion dollars and people hated it. <laughs> they loved it. But I, And I don't know. If, I can't remember Rise of Scott. Rise of Scott had the excitement with the title and all that, I guess. But Force Awakens had the best one-two punch of the of the trailers of all of them, I think. And we got and, the, and Phantom Menace, if you remember that first trailer for it. The quick time 15 hour download to watch <laughs> that was fantastic though right with the gungans and the horn you didn't know what was going on droid you're like what's happening star wars is here so it needs to be something like that to, that really catches us and and i can't wait yeah but like so many movies do that like i i, yeah, I get excited no, about but... a lot of things so it's and then that that being said it's like i can't remember half of the trailers I had to really think. It's like, what happened? And I, I, I can remember Last Jedi because we saw one of the trailers yeah. when we were at Celebration. Uh, I can, yeah, I think we've talked about it enough times that Force Awakens. I'm like, oh, right. It's like Finn pops up, BB-8 on the yeah. sand, uh, Ray on the And thing. it reminded like, oh. you like, oh, yeah, this is what I love about Star Wars. I love Star Wars. That's what it did. But it's like, it's yeah. funny because that trailer tells you nothing. and just introduces like, nothing. this is a character. This is a character. This is a thing. And like, maybe that's for the best. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't tell us anything. Maybe they should just be like, you're going to like it. We promise. <laughs> that's like a, that's like a, that's like a catchphrase for like a business site or a <laughs> restaurant in the States. Like, you're going to like it. We promise, or I can't remember what it is. I, I've heard that in a commercial. Um, but yeah, like, let's, I, I just, 
<laughs> your first mistake is going on Twitter for one. <laughs> but I don't know. I it just it's like we come on the show and it's like, oh, people hate this and that, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, who are these people? <laughs> everywhere. All right, Brock, let's go to a new segment that we're oh. going to do blind rankings. I don't know if you want to do this or not, but I'm putting you on the spot, which is what the point of this is. I'm going to give you a topic with, and I'm going to just randomly tell you something, and you're going to say where in one to five you want to put what I tell you. Okay. Okay. Blind rankings. Here we go. Here's the numbers. Look at that. Bam. We're going to do <laughs> bounty hunters. Yeah. Okay. All right. Blau, bow, bow, blind rankings on bounty hunters. I'm going to give you one, and you're just going to say one through five where you think they should go on the list. Zam Wessel. Is one highest? One is highest. Five. <laughs> this is why you shouldn't be on the show. Uh, <laughs> Bosk. Two. Ooh, two. All right. Yeah. Okay. IG-11. Three. IG-11? Three. Holding that one spot just in case. Uh, Cad Bane. I'm going to roll the dice and just put him at one because, honestly, when you said it, I was like, you know, Cad Bane was pretty sweet in uh, Book of Boba Fett. I think you're going to be happy with this. And Django Fett. Oh, yeah, four. <laughs> yeah. <All right>. so, <laughs> so your listings are not that. Uh, right here. Here we go. There's your listing. Cad Bane, wow. Bosk, IG-11, Django Fett, and Zam Wessel. You go with those? Oh, yeah. That's that's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I said Zam Wessel right. I don't think I did. I think you got Wessel. it. Is that Weasel? Weasley? Zam Weasley. <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> All right, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Hold on, we can't till I find the odds graphic. This is just flawless ex- execution on the show. The ability of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me. The odds. Yeah, you don't even need to know the last word. <laughs> Never tell me the odds brought to you, me, and everyone in the wonderful galaxy of Star Wars by patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. If you like what we do, why don't you go over to patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and just support us in any way we can so that we can talk about things that don't exist yet because we don't have any Star Wars. But that's okay because we love Star Wars and all we want to do is talk about it every single day with the following people who always support us. Heidi Fetter, Executive Producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Canoe, Mary Kristen Aton, Dale Erdman, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D. Josh Price, Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Denoners, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, and Ron Praysack. <laughs> you think like by now we would have most of these names memorized, but I think it's just like the second I start talking, I'm like, nope, I got to read it. I do not want to screw up someone's name. Or yeah, order. that's the thing. Like, I, I think I could do it, but I'm also like, I would screw up like the second I'd be like, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> by the way i forgot to mention i got star wars hot sauces oh what's that for christmas there are hot sauces in stormtrooper heads oh that's really cool they're really cool i'll send you a picture uh they are cool cool cool, cool. nice 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 
I never told the eyes about you by Patreon. Thank you so much, Patreon. Uh, first odd Hondo appearing in live action in the next oh. two years. In the next two years, I changed it from what I sent you. I can do that because I am talking. Hondo, next two years. Hondo. Um, if if uh, Filoni was making was putting out something that he was in control of. In the next two years, I say ninety-five percent. But like, I feel like um, no, I want him to. I want it to happen so badly, especially with the ride. Like, come on, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go seventy percent. Seventy percent for Brock. I'm gonna go forty-two. Mm. I hope mm. I'm wrong. I hope I am dead wrong on that. Our next odd, uh, the Ray movie will begin filming this year in 2024. Rumor was in the spring, but you know the, the delays and everything. Who knows? Will we get it? Um, I'm gonna go full Brock on this 50-50 because it's like, what are they waiting for? Like, let's go. <laughs> start filming. Start shooting. Start shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, they need a script. And it's only January, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of time from now until then. I'm pretty sure people want to start working as much as possible, even though it's like COVID has been over for a while and things are normalizing. Um, you know, I'm sure people are eager to work. So, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seventy percent. Hmm. 70%. Why not? And our final odd today, will we see a young Leia in Andor season 2? We're going to get a young princess of Alderaan. And it does I'm not it won't be the actor actors from Kenobi, mm-hmm. a little bit older, uh closer to Carrie Fisher's age, but are we going to get are we going to get a young Leia in Andor season 2? It'd be nice, you know, and just do it like you did in Rogue One where she's just there and you're like, oh, <laughs> so those things like those things, they should just always have ready. Just sprinkle in a couple little things where like, like Leonardo DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. like, it's like, yep, yeah, there it is. <laughs> so yeah. I want to say so like, like, like young adult. Leia, like almost like you know, 18, 9, or like whatever age, yeah. no hope, sort of thing. Yeah, I think she'd have to be like a year younger, or with it, <clears throat> whenever it is, it would either yeah, be yeah, what yeah. three, three, five years before, or a year before. So, she, I mean, if it's if it's in the first three episodes, mm-hmm. you could get someone like quite young, but then the further along you get in the series, she's gonna have to be Carrie Fisher. So, yeah, yeah I don't know what you'd do. I, I think the recasting is a good idea. I think at this point, it's a TV show too. We can get away with it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. I just feel like that crew isn't about that, but I am. So I say do it. I'm going to go 67% because that's what I want. I really feel like it's 13%, but I'm going to go 67 because I'm playing with fire and we don't we don't ever go back and <laughs> we never look back at these anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't watch this after it's done. Actually, um, we went back. We went back after the Last Jedi because we predicted a lot of the Last Jedi, and that we that should fun. clip all of these and just yeah. have them handy. Like, did we say anything? Like, but um, let's say I love it, so I want it to happen. I'm gonna say seventy five percent. 
Um, nice. Yeah, I'm Thank optimistic you. on all these ones. They're all things I want to happen, so I'm in. Yeah. Make it happen, KK. Yeah, manifest it. Yeah, I know you're fired and you're probably sleeping in a tent somewhere, but make it happen. By tent, I mean like probably like a big like tour bus somewhere. <laughs> I got that. All right, do you have news? I do. I cut what? And so good today. All right, hollow news. Hollow news. The news you need to know right now. Uh, Star Wars Outlaw, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, upcoming action adventure game that follows scoundrel K Vest between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, previously had no release date beyond a very broad 2024 window. Today, however, a Disney's Park blog post quietly announced it would launch in late 2024. This didn't last long as Ubisoft promptly swooped in to correct the record and reassert the game 2024 time frame. Over on the Disney Park website, director of editorial content Thomas Smith detailed 24 company-related experiences coming over the course of the next 12 months. You've got a new attraction based on the 2009 Princess of the Frog, uh, theater production of Little Mermaid, and none of this. Uh, there and and Ubisoft's massive entertainment upcoming Star Wars adventure, announcing that the game would come out towards the end of 2024. Star Wars Outlaws, the open Star Wars world game, is set to release later this year. The blurb previously read, This game lets you explore distinct plans across the galaxy, both iconic and new. You can risk it as KVS. Uh, risk it all as KVS, an emerging scoundrel. And if you've seen this trailer for it, it's pretty sweet. So, But it turns out it's not coming anytime soon. So pump the brakes. But whatever. The game looks cool. Might have to get a new platform for that one. I don't know. Adam Driver has officially shut down hope that his fan favorite character, Kylo Ren, who appeared in the Star Wars sequels from 2015 to 2019, will return the franchise following his demise in 2019's The Rise of Skywalker. On a Boxing Day episode of Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes' Smartlist podcast, Driver said that although there's more Star Wars content in the works, none of it involves them. They're doing stuff, yeah, but not with me. I'm not doing any more, says Driver. And in other movie news, John Wick director Chad Stelhelski prefers creating his own films over working with huge franchises, but still wants to take a swing at Star Wars. Speaking to Josh Horowitz, he said, I'm a Star Wars guy. The first Star Wars changed my life path. Maybe someday out there, Disney, if you're listening, hit me in a couple of years. I have a couple of takes for Star Wars. I take a swing at that, see if Disney would survive me. That would be pretty sweet. I don't know. Like, uh, Keanu Reeves, he could be a good Jedi. But who knows? And this has been your Hollow News. Da 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 da. Tough, tough, tough. Top, top five man. Star Wars quotes, and I'm going to uh, give my five. Now, five was my number one, but I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to why I'm your father at number five. Oh, yes, top five. It was five number one, and then I was like, quotes. you know what? That's such a cop-out. Such a cop-out. Um, I'm going to put this one not because it's terrible, but it just popped into my head recently. I think from the rankings episode, I was like, you might not recognize me because of my red arm. I'm like, <laughs> it's a good line. <laughs> such a good line. It's a, I. Yeah, I forget like how good like it was just so stupid. 
Mm-hmm. Um, my number four, I'm going to go with I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I have a mug that says I know. I know. I know. <laughs> ah, from uh, Goodwill Hunting. You're no longer good, Will Hunting. <laughs> uh, my number four is going to be another C-3PO quote. I'm totally going to miss uh, misquote it, but it's from Return of the Jedi. It's like, I'm afraid our small friend has gone and done, gone, done, done something drastic when the Ewok <laughs> goes and like starts the fucking battle of Endor. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid our small friend has gone and done something drastic. I don't think that I, that has to be. I don't cool. know why none of my quotes are Ewoks. All the Ewok yeah. lines should be on my top five. Uh, my number three is uh, there will be no one to stop us this time. There will be no one to stop us this time. <laughs> it's uh, not funny. And it's not uh, impactful, but as a child for about 15 years of my life, my father would say the lines, leave that to me, which I had to take off of this, and there will be no one to stop us this time, randomly throughout the day for the first 15 years of my life, possibly even more than that. These are quoted from my father, and so I'm going with that line because it is forever engraved in my (laughs) mind. Uh, mine is uh, uh, sorry. I just looked it up. the The quote I just did was, "I'm afraid our fur companion has gone and done something rather rash." <laughs> yeah. uh, my number three is going oh. to be. Oh, shoot, there's so many. I don't want to, and I don't want to do like the overly cliche, iconic ones. I'm gonna go with something from Force Awakens because I love the interactions of Ray and Finn when they first meet. It's like, uh, I'm going to go with, it's like, garbage will do, and it's the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Trash will do. No, no, the garbage uh, did do. <laughs> my number two is also from The Force Awakens, and I think I'm going to go with the 3PO line. I had, that's not how the Force works written <laughs> down, but I think I like the 3PO line. Noise. You probably don't remember, because when we did that ranking show, it like came back to me. I'm like, I forgot. And our friend Daryl gave me a, a bobblehead of C-3PO with the red arm because that line made him laugh so much, and he hates Star Wars. He comes he comes, and he hates his life for two and a half hours every time we go see a Star Wars movie. <laughs> um, and, uh, and he liked that line so much, he got me the bobblehead. So I'm going to go that line, because that's a great, great line. Nice, nice. You're on, was that number two? Two. My number two is going to be a quote, again, from Force Awakens, which is shocking. I, I don't know if you noticed. I'm just pulling these out of the air. Um, the the Poe Dameron line about BB-8, uh, yeah, uh, yellow, white, and orange astromech, one of a kind. I was like, that's awesome. Like, just one of a kind. Like, <laughs> uh Vader goes into a record store and asks for the latest Wham record. The employee says it's sold out. Vader responds, I find your lack of faith disturbing. Boom. How do you block a user from the <laughs> channel? <laughs> That's a good joke. I'm going to clip it and I'm going to take away that quote on the bottom and it'll be just use it for me. My number one, um, I'm going to go full cheap out mode. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I have spoken. I'm just gonna Which go. was my number one? I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not even going to So this is the way is my number one because it kind of became a cultural phenomenon over the last couple of years. And uh, why not? 
I'm just gonna go OG and say that's no moon because it's like I feel like that's the line everyone goes to when they're like, "You like Star Wars? That's no moon." But yeah, that's or maybe I'll full flesh it out. And be like, "That's no moon. It's a space station." Is that the right quote? I don't know. I don't know. I got in trouble from Aaron the other day because she because uh, we're not the other day. It was like two months ago. Actually, maybe it was like four months ago. But we have our daughter, and she was whatever, how many months old she was at the time. And she's like starting to, like she had, we have these cards, and she was starting to notice like what's on the card is like mm. in real life. And our window was open, and it was a full moon, and we we're looking at it. And she happened to pull up the moon card like randomly. It was just weird randomly. Mm. And she went like this, and she looked up, and Aaron goes, The moon. And then I said, That's no moon. <laughs> and, Aaron, and Aaron said, Don't say that, you'll confuse her. So. And I was like, I don't know what's more important, confusing her over the moon or letting her know that it could be a space station. It could be a space station. I, I know it could be. We don't even know. The moon could be a space station. Um, we don't have any pr- yeah. evidence to prove that it's not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boom. And, and Heidi's number one is Carson Teva. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, he delivers so hard in that show. It's or all those shows that he's in now. Like, oh, what a dream. What a dream. Yeah. He's going to get a spinoff for sure. Oh, 100%. yeah. 100%. Episode 306. Wow. Feels like just yesterday <laughs> was yesterday. Can't believe we've done this. For, like, we're on, we did our eighth ranking show. <laughs> like, eight of them. Can you? I can't, like, I can't believe we have eight. That's eight hours, over eight hours of video of us ranking. Star Wars movies, yeah, and in the last four years, there hasn't even been a new one. And so, <laughs> actually, so I thought this year's list was a lot different from last year, but it was. Mm. But Rob uh, watched uh, both last year's and this year's, and apparently they were pretty much the exact same. I think Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker flip flopped, and that might have been it. Everything else was basically the same as last year, so. We gotta start asking uh, different people to join the list, and I'm thinking maybe asking uh, like a four year old who might have a different. <laughs> they might pick, you know, Rise of Skywalker number one. Yeah, I don't know. Fantasia picking Kataka the Clones first still didn't help it get out of the basement. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. All right, three oh six. Anything else you want to say? Uh, no, no. Star Wars. I'm in. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We'll be back next week with 307. And um, I can't believe we're already into 2024. <laughs> did, year... we do this? did we start this podcast in 2015 or 2016? It was 2016 we started. Yeah, yeah we're wow. <laughs> I just It's so wild how like time has flown and we've somehow managed to talk Star Wars and you know, yeah, in a city that neither one of us lives in anymore. What I just left. <laughs> <laughs> I know neither Not one of us. Left. We started off in a small town of 700, 800, 900,000 people. Yeah, and we used to travel to your house and your you you rented the basement of that house. Yeah, and then by the a few years later, we were in the you had the upstairs of that house, mm-hmm. and then I moved far away, and then you moved away. And uh, now neither one of us are even near that house, and we don't can't afford a set. So I should be I should be getting a set, Brock, sometime Ooh. in the next twenty five years. 
Should so you're happen. saying there's a chance. That's how every time that's how I feel the most. But it should be happening. We'll see what happens. Should be this year. It should actually be this year. So we'll see me. Because right now, here, look, you want to see what's behind me? You want to see what's behind me? <laughs> Is a wall and then two doors? <laughs> no. No. There's a, a bed frame. I don't know what that is. That's a thermostat that sometimes work and a very bare wall. Why is there a thermostat like in the center of the wall? Every room in this house has a thermostat in the center of the wall. Now I'm playing. Now I'm going to play Tetris. <laughs> play Tetris? Let's play, let's play Tetris. <laughs> yes. Yes. You should always be playing for Tetris. You no, know, Tetris is a great. If you wake up in the morning, you can't think. Play Tetris. That's all I got to say. Tetris. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Mario is my go-to, but I like Tetris a lot. Tetris 99 is a lot of fun, but it's annoying. Mm. F-099 is just like a pain in the... <laughs> Show me your moves! I, did... <laughs> I love F-Zero. F-Zero is like the game that like... I don't think it's a fantastic game, but there's something about it. Maybe it's a nostalgia. I just... I do love that game. There's just something about that. I'm like, I love this game. It's one of those like Dark Horse Nintendo titles that like some people are in love with and some people don't aren't aware of and then of course like smash brothers brought like captain falcon to like the forefront and we're like yeah. who is this but it's a fun game actually that's a game that's a move that game they should make into a movie because a lot of people like well, you could just sell it and people be like oh okay and then like they're like actually it's a nintendo property I'm like what there's a rumor that illumination is going to do like a uh, nintendo universe and it's going to all going to come yeah. together in a, in a smash brother they, the problem well, with that though imagine. is like I could, but also they have to make like quite a few good movies for that to work. Mm. I think Illumination could crush a Kirby movie. Like I feel like that's in their wheelhouse. I don't think they could do a Zelda movie. I don't think Illumination would be stronger yeah. than an F Zero movie. Um what else is in <clears throat> like a Yoshi movie itself? Like if they were like the next Mario Brother movies a Yoshi, like maybe. What else is in Smash Brothers? It can't be Sonic. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong they already have. Kirby. That, I guess. Kirby. What else Star is there? Fox. <laughs> Star Fox. They might be able to do Illumination, yeah. maybe. I feel like that's more like a DreamWorks thing, though. Would be who, did, who did Detective Pikachu? Illumination? or Illumination just does animation, right? Who made Detective Pikachu? I like that movie, actually. That's uh, really good. Oh, you know what? I want I finally... this to be the year. Hmm? Did you watch, have you uh, checked out Pokemon Concierge? Because I know you sent me a thing for it at one point. No, is it out? <laughs> yeah, there's only four episodes. It's like 20 minutes. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, everyone's like. <laughs> I like the way co- it looked. It's a cozy show. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I don't like admitting that it's a cozy anything. But that is like a type of genre now. So yeah. I th- I thought it, I like I love Playmation and I thought it looked great so I was like oh this is yeah, cool. yeah I really love Pokemon I think this year Brock 2024 I have a few uh, resolutions two of them are already broken but I feel like one of them has to be I need to finally play a Pokemon game I played Pokemon Go mm. and you kind of explained it to me so I don't really and then I moved to the woods and all of a sudden they all disappeared. There's no Pokemon near me. <laughs> where, I, where I used to live, like Pikachu was on like my coffee table. Yeah, yeah. Squirtle was on my sink. And now like I moved here. It's like, nah, you can't play anymore. There's no Pokemon near you. So I don't really know what's no, going on. No. So I, 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 uh, I want to play a game, a Pokemon game, 
uh, this year. I don't know what it's like. I'm Mario Wonder. I'm still in the middle of that. That is, you know, me and Mario Brothers. That's my favorite thing ever. So I'm having a blast with that. But I think this will be the year I play a Pokemon <laughs> game. When the time comes, I'm going to need you to tell me which one to get. And I'm just, and you just pick one. Pick any one you want. And then if I can't mm. get it, we'll go through a list. <laughs> and we'll get there. And it can't be Snap. I'm not playing. My first game is not going to be Pokemon Snap. I bought oh, Pokemon is- Snap. Yeah, you did. I still have it. Yeah. It was like a fantastic <laughs> little game. Um, I'm not. I'm not debating that, but that's not like a true Pokemon. Like, I want to play a true Pokemon game. Well, the the beauty is like the original Pokemon has been re released on Switch as Let's Go Pikachu. So it's like you could just oh, that play that, that one. Is? Yeah, it's like a better okay. version. Of, yeah, so it's literally the first game. So all right, all right. Yeah. So maybe I'll get that because I do. I do want to play. I keep saying I'm going to play it. Rob gave me the red. <laughs> I remember the that. red one. But, I, but the thing is, I got a Game Boy working now, but at the time, I didn't have a Game Boy to put it in because like, it didn't work in any of my things. And I gave my Game Boy to my dad, so I couldn't play it. I got a Game Boy to works. It kind of works, so maybe I could do that. But yeah, if it's on Switch, I'd rather uh, I'd rather do that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I hope someone makes a Zelda movie, but it's live action. It's like Lord of the Rings. Anyway, all right, 306, yeah. let's back it up. Brock, Brock, anything else you want to say? Thanks for coming by. Ah, uh, yeah. that's what somebody was going to say. When you don't like it always. here. <laughs> scum. You, you were always scum. Rebel. Rebel scum. Welcome, bags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.